Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire cartoon fan podcast. This is episode 295, and today we'll be talking about the trailer for BMO from Adventure Time Distant Lands. I'm GC13. And I'm David. I cannot believe we are talking about Adventure Time again. If you had told me during the Adventure Time finale that this show was going to come back with hours and hours of more brand new content, I would not have believed you. But here we are with something that somewhat looks like Adventure Time. Featuring Vimo. I mean, let, let's let's not say hours and hours. It's four long form episodes. Well, yeah. So I think I think they're all an hour long. I guess there's no advertising. I don't know if it's more like the 44 minute hour or if they're actually going to hit 60 minutes. But um, you know, we there's a lot of things we don't know about HBMO Max. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was pretty funny. Thank you. (laughs) I found it very interesting that the Cartoon Network branding was still very strong, though, in this trailer for HBO Max. I guess they're still trying to have that branding present in this service. It's not just the streaming platform. So I wonder what that means for things like the Cartoon Network app. Like, is Cartoon Network still having a home here as well? I guess we're going to find out. There's really a lot of open questions. People don't even really know how they're going to subscribe to HBO Max right now or exactly how they'll even pay for it if it's included in what they already have between AT&T and their current HBO subscription. So it's all very up in the air. But as far as the actual content goes... (laughs) uh, Minor things, minor things. (laughs) It looks like BMO, the fun adventure in space. That's what it looks like. (laughs) There's there's not a lot that longtime Adventure Time fans are going to I think, see in this trailer and think, man, that reminds me of, you know, this or that episode or, oh, this is continuing some plot line I really care about. This is really just a totally brand new thing. I mean, obviously, it's in space. So that pretty much sets it apart from everything else. We only see very few references to things we've already seen. Like I see one citadelish spiky boy. I see someone that looks like a friend of the Grable's guy. And of course, there's BMO. And everything else is very, very foreign. Yeah, everything is so brand new. This is like completely, completely different from last week when we did the She-Ra season five trailer, where we had a whole lot of narrative stuff to, ooh, could this be this? Could this be this? Ooh. Whereas this is more like, wow, Bebo looks like he's having a good time. <laughs> right. It, it, it's very hard to say what this is going to be, except the way that most BMO episodes were in Adventure Time, which is kind of just a complete side story that, I mean, BMO's not like that much of an emotionally complex character, right? He's really like he, she, they are the the fun Game Boy that runs around and, you know, does wacky things and wears cowboy hats very frequently, <laughs> including here. <laughs> yes, even, even alien shape-shifting cowboy hats. But yeah, I, I find it very interesting that this is where... The Adventure Time, quote, revival, quote, post-revival epilogue starts. It's, it's you know, for something trying to launch a new streaming service, they, they didn't go hard with the, the bubbling content, you know? I feel like that <laughs> would definitely make the, the people come back faster than BMO. But, I mean, BMO's a nice, cute choice to get things rolling, at least. I'll bet you they're saving bubbling for uh, when they, when they, right there, when they want to get the subscribers big time. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, maybe BMO has the broader appeal. Like, maybe they wanted to start with something that isn't predicated on, I watched all 10 seasons of Adventure Time. 
I mean, we do have plenty of BMO episodes in Adventure Time, and if this trailer promises one thing, that this is going to feel like an extended BMO episode. But again, I, I do think that they're saving the trailer for Obsidian, much closer to the surface actually dropping, so that as, as soon as you watch that trailer and get excited, you'll be able to subscribe to HBO Max so you can watch it. Instant gratification. That's what streaming's all about. Are we only getting BMO when this launches? Or are we getting two episodes at once? I feel like we were promised both. I feel like we were promised both, but due to this trailer, I like I feel like they'd want to space it out. It seems like only BMO's coming out. Yeah, it's all about staying in the news cycle. You'll get people like us covering BMO, and then people will talk about that for a couple weeks, and then they can give us Obsidian, and they'll get back in the news cycle, get people thinking about HBO Max. It's PR. You gotta know how to sell your service as cheaply as possible. Yeah, which also, a great way to sell your service to a broad audience is uh, throw some naughty language in there. The bunny comes in strong in this, pulling an amethyst, almost saying the word, uh, the, the butt word in this. It, it brought me back to um <laughs> another era in Cartoon Network where I remember watching like regular show and they were just, they were like, what the crap, dude? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. On my kids network? What? Yeah, um, kick him in the junk. I, I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see these, you know, brushes around uh, ob- obscenities, risque language on, on, on HBO Max. I, I don't know how much farther they'll push it after watching, you know, Pendleton Ward's Midnight Gospel and uh, that being totally on the other end of, you know, being very adult, just seeing stuff in that style again. It almost just feels like an expectation that there's going to be. I mean, Adventure Time was already always a little bit. Uh, boundary pushing on stuff but look at me obsessing over the fact that a bunny almost said ass in this but you know <laughs> could have almost said but we don't, you don't know what he was gonna say he could have been about to say hiney for all you know <laughs> i mean it's the same thing with amethyst they're like are you lighting a firework on my ah so you know you know <laughs> so <laughs> i don't so know. much deep lore i know this. nothing about that <laughs> no you want to know the deep lore i like i like when bimo's saying to run towards the screaming. That's what I do. Sometimes. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. That, that is, they have not forgot how to write BMO. See, okay, so this is something negative I want to talk about. This is very sad. BMO is awesome in this trailer. And BMO's voice loved it as much as always. The other characters, I don't know if it's how the audio was mixed in this trailer, but they sound really off and like they don't belong or that they're not even... They sound distant, which maybe fits in with the title Distant Lands, but did you experience a similar feeling? Hmm. No, I didn't notice anything particularly weird about the audio from the others. It could be that they were recorded at a different studio and they didn't get the recording right so that they sound the same, but I didn't notice it. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe the oral experience, but it there was just something off about it. Like, BMO sounded exactly how I would expect you know, same quality as what I'd hear in Adventure Time, but the other characters just sounded like I don't I don't know how to put it. Like it all it sounds really harsh, but like when I watch like a fan animation on YouTube, there's a certain way that people sound. And I don't know if it's because of how stuff is mixed or if there's just some secret sauce that voice actors who work at studios like Cartoon Network do. Like I don't know what it is. There was just something off. So I, I we'll see when it comes out if it was just something about the trailer. I yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a trailer. We haven't seen them sitting there talking to each other. 
I guess you'll just have to reserve judgment on that one. Yeah. Well, and yeah, there's a lot of judgment reserved here, too, because I'm pretty interested to see what the dynamics are going to be with our one and a half new characters, two new characters. There's the bunny, of course. And right now we we don't really get much of a sense of their personality, but, you know, we kind of see bunny parents. There's a family. Then there's the Jake-ish shape-shifting type quote-unquote character, which I, I don't know, like the tool that BMO has that has the, uh, oh, what was the triangle guy named? Bill Bill Cipher, like a Bill Cipher or Plankton Ooh. Eye. I guess it reminds me kind of like Plankton. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I like that. I like that BMO has that thing, whatever it is, as a megaphone, as a sheriff's badge. It was fun. I, I like shape-shifting characters. It's obviously not going to be anything like Jake. But there is that sort of like echoing thing going on that Adventure Time, even in its like finale setup that, hey, there's adventures always across time that happen with a character like Finn and a character like Jake. I, I don't know how far those echoes were, will go or if the, the bunny will be significantly different from, from a Finn. But I mean, Finn, you know, season one, Finn is like hyper violent <laughs> and super, you know, sugared up. And this character seems a lot more low energy, a lot more vibin. On a, on a on a lower frequency than Finn was. Eh, I don't know. He gets pretty intense in some shots, but he's he's definitely not the seasoned adventurer that Finn was. Maybe a young Finn then. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Like Finn was pretty adventuresome from the start. Had clearly already been doing stuff for a while. This is very much uh, is it a fish out of water story? I don't I don't know the the exact archetype, but a bunny out of the burrow. <laughs> nice. He's just your callow youth who has just heard the call to adventure. We're getting another window into the Adventure Time world post-Adventure Time ending. I want to know why BMO's in space, and I want to know what else is important about space to the Adventure Time universe. I'm sure anything that appears in this episode will be very, very, very secondary or very background to the, you know, fun adventure that happens. But I mean, you know, Mo's consciousness was sent into space at some point. That seems kind hmm. of relevant to a BMO story. Maybe. Ooh, they could sequel tease you. Bro, if they tease me that there's going to be even more Adventure Time than just the episodes we see. But also, I don't. we don't know if there's going to be any narrative through line to the four stories we see either. I'm assuming there isn't going to be just based on how different they sound based on the descriptions, right? I don't think that the, the Marceline and Princess Bubblegum adventure is going to have anything to do with this weird space world that BMO's on, but... Well, what they could do is they could have together again the last one that reconnects Finn the human and Jake the dog. That one could be used to tie everything together if that's what they wanted to do with these. I'll be fascinated to see that. Yeah, but there's also so little room for that. Like, if each one, even if each one is an hour, that's, you know, that's five episodes, basically, of Adventure Time each, so not even the eight episode miniseries lengths that they were doing of stuff and based on how fast those felt even when they were eight episodes i don't i don't think there's enough room to have their own stories and really any continuing plot so i'm sure they'll all be separate but it's so weird like we already had an end for all these characters we we saw bemo being like bemo the king at the far distant end of the adventure time timeline and now here we are back somewhere i mean actually i guess we don't know when this adventure even happens does this happen near the finale? Does this happen in that future where he's a king and maybe there's better space technology? 
For all we know, it could happen 10,000 years later after even that. Uh, we don't know. I, I am excited for this special. I find it really funny, though, that I've heard nothing else about HBO Max, at least on the cartoon side, coming out alongside this, right? So I'm going to be subscribing to this service to watch this. And then <laughs> and then what? Make sure you watch Infinity Train during that first month. Uh, We've been ordered to by Owen. Yeah, Owen Dennis has been uh, commanding people <laughs> to, to make everyone they know watch uh, Infinity Train, which we very much need to because, you know, he didn't say it explicitly, but I, I feel like season three of Infinity Train is riding on the success of HBO Max. You gotta, you gotta let him know what you want. But think about that. If he's right now commanding people <laughs> or, you know, at, very nicely asking people to do that, that means that show's far out, too. But hey, I mean, you know. Quality takes time, David. Can't rush it. Oh, that was another point of praise that I had for this, was the background art is still as great and adventure timey as ever. And I also really liked the location of that Bemo's not even visiting a planet. It's this huge spacecraft or space structure that has a bunch of pods with their own self-contained environments. Perfect for telling a bunch of mini stories within this special. Yeah, I just would have said space station. Yeah, it, and it had a very adventure timey feel of, you know, what what is out there in space? Planets? No, just all these weird, super advanced, you know, structures floating around because there was always all this other stuff want. happening besides what was on Ooh, which that also still gets me. Like in a show like Steven Universe, we were on Earth and then, ooh, there's Homeworld. And then, OK, yeah, I guess there's like very basic life forms on other planets. But in Adventure Time, Ooh was already so full of life and magic. Once they introduced the idea that there was other stuff happening in space, it just felt like there wasn't the same level of like, ooh, space, I want to know more about that, because we care so much about the history and lore and magic of Ooh, and it feels like there's already infinite things that can happen on Ooh. so what do we really need space for? So I still find it fascinating that they're coming all the way out <laughs> into space again, and using that location, because Ooh was already so rich for stories. So I'm hoping that there's some more narrative payoff to that, besides that space is cool. It's a BMO episode. Don't get your, don't get your hopes too high. <laughs> it's going to be nice seeing adorable little BMO blunder through another cute little way over your head mission. <laughs> you know, after the special happens, I feel like a lot more of the scenes in this trailer are going to mean something. But right now, it's just a flurry of visually interesting and beautiful looking things that don't mean much, you know? Like, there's some trippy space scene where... There's some void or magic, you know, glowing thing that Bimo's looking at. That looks interesting, and there seems to be some kind of personal journey that the bunny's going through, but what does that all mean? Do I have questions about it? I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you know it's a trailer. It's just there to whet your appetite, and I think it did a great job. I know I'm looking forward to watching it. Anyway, guys, that's been us on the trailer for the Bimo episode of Adventure Time Distant Lands. Join us next week. Until then. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to not mention how long I rambled about <laughs> this trailer. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.